Yo, welcome everybody to the Black Jack Pack. And it's just going to be me and Parse on a super special episode. Hey. We're going to talk about anything and everything. I'll be honest with y'all. We ain't got anything prepared. We're just going to win <laughs> for the next 45 minutes. So we have no idea. We'll, take, we'll take you places. But, um, but Let's get it first, started. First thing. First thing first. How you doing, Parse? I'm 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 all right, you know. It's it's a weird feeling. Um, I'll start off with what makes me feel good is that you know F1 is a sport that's predominantly for that upper echelon of, of class, those British debutant type of people, and yet this Mexican just won his first ever Grand Prix at a time where he not only lost his job for next year, he not only getting disrespected all over the grid. He not only has his team somewhat against him, and he, he started in fifth, ended up last place, and had to drive all the way back to win the Grand Prix in the first place, but he was able to do it. So I was like, really congratulatory. I feel like this week should just be dedicated to Checo Perez. You know, on the other end, the Bears are just terrible. Bro, I, you know the thing is... I, yo, and I'll be honest with you. You know how big of a football fan I am. I did not. I'm not watching this season, because it almost feels like when you when people don't have all of their horses, does it really feel real? True, true. That's, There's that's a lot the of people out there who are missing guys like San Fran. They don't have quarterbacks right now, and bro, half my, the team got COVID. Exactly. So when you have teams like that, like for me, I don't like. And the thing is, this. It's different from injuries. Right. Because injuries, it's playing the game. COVID, like, he could have literally, like, his kid could have gone to school, not been affected, and then he got it because he lived with his kid. Right? So it had nothing to do with physical activity, and it's it's readily unfair. Right? I'm not saying, right, because if one team, one good team is more or less healthy, no injuries and no COVID. Well, that's it. You can you can you basically have the best shot at it. And that's riddled the rage in season, right? Like most of their good guys have COVID. They started pretty well. Now it's a dead end. Kansas City has managed to avoid it. All the good teams who are managing to avoid COVID have done well. New England, right? They lost their quarterback to COVID for a while. So that was two games where they could have had some wins where they lost out to it. Football is that dynamic where you need every single person. And when you don't, you suck. <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. Like, you can really lose two, three. You lose three people in, in football, and you're, like, and you're, you go from Super Bowl aspiration to decent. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Basketball, one superstar could be enough. Like, you well, can go. I mean, look at, the, look at what happened. Okay, in the news today, Golden State had announced that two of their players have COVID. One of them is Draymond Green. Okay, that's a blow. And. Luka Doncic went on the record to saying that the only the, the the most important success to this season is to just not get COVID. That he told all of his players, if you want to be successful this season, just don't get COVID. Just treat it seriously. And I feel that rings for the entire NBA. Like everybody, every single organization, they gotta keep it clean. Because the NFL, it's it's, it's rampant in the NFL. NFL, um, Major League Baseball. Because um, that's the thing, because the NBA did so well with the bubble, it almost seems 
ridiculous not to try and do it again. I understand yeah. people didn't like the bubble. But, but it was safer. Huh? It but was it was safer. safer. They didn't get they didn't get a single case. Right? So that's that. Now, um, as I told you before, I'm back in the gym. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to push back this COVID weight um, before COVID runs, uh, before um, we will open things up. So, like, if we open things up in three, four months, I want to be already in shape. So, that's it. And so You're the only to- dude, apart from a guy who's playing in league or a guy who's playing professional, who is staying in shape, bro. I'm trying. Everyone else who just plays on the normal runs, you know, LA Fitness, YMCA, I can, I'm not, I'm not in shape. I can tell no. you that right from now. I am going to the gym. I lift. I do a lot of the lifting, do a lot of the, pe- the benching is up from where it was before six months ago. Biceps are up, triceps are up, squats are up. Everything is up, but my cardio, it's dead awful. <laughs> no, I'm, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm getting my cardio up, up by skipping yeah. rope. I'm doing uh, body weight exercises. So eventually, surely, but, uh, surely, but surely, I'll, I'll get there. Cause like, and then like, I've been more or less eating some health. Like at the beginning of the pandemic, like I was eating great. Even before the pandemic, I was eating great. You were looking like the second coming of Shag. Remember before the pandemic? Right. <laughs> he was telling us a one on one. I was getting closer and closer to like, High school basketball weight, right? Where you're light. Like, even when I yep. was playing with people, I felt light. Yep. For me, so now it's like, okay, let me at least get back to that and push, give myself two to three months of really uh, getting there gradually. Like, right now, it's just doing low reps, doing consistently under a set amount of time. So, like, I give myself light. I think 20 minutes, 25 minutes to work out, but you have to put everything in there, right? Mm-hmm. So that way um, it acts as cardio, forces you to work, and like it doesn't take up an hour, an hour and a half. Because I feel like, especially when in COVID and the people that can work out in their houses, that's everybody's problem because you can do it anytime, right? So... I mean, I, I, I didn't do that approach. Um, I, I went ahead and stayed with my gym who, who managed to stay open. It's not easy going in because we have these super duper restrictions that have made it awkward. Um, to give you guys some examples. So my gym is the YMCA and we are only allowed 10 people to work out at a session and the sessions are cut up into 30 minutes. And the maximum sessions you can do is two sessions a day and for only three days. So I got to pick my days and I got to pick my times before everybody else. No, I'm saying it's a big gym. So a lot of people are picking the spots before you even can go online. So it's been a fight to stay going to the gym three days a week and getting the same workout because I usually work out an hour and a half, almost two hours. That's my general, you know, weight, weight training. And yet it has to be cut down to an hour, hour and 10 minutes. And it's tough. You're probably taking less rest and your muscles are probably better for it. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens is that, you know, you can, you only get what you can get. So I won't go to the gym today. I won't go to the gym tomorrow. I missed out on Wednesday, but I have, I have a Thursday run in and I have a Friday run in and then we'll take a break from there and go when go Sunday, because usually it would have been a Wednesday, Thursday, and then Saturday to work out. 
But as long as I get those three days in, um, I feel complete that I can do everything, right? And I feel like also having physical goals, especially in this year, and and we don't really know what 2020, like 2021 could end up being the greatest year of our lives. Um, I want to hear what your physical goals were, though. Because, <laughs> like, it must have been crazy wild, man. No, because that's the thing. Like, I feel like I would have been in such great shape without COVID. Right? Yeah. Because, but COVID happened, and I, and I, and I, this is going to lead more to probably a conversation towards motivation, is I'm so, I am very good mo- to be motivated by goals. Like, okay, well, I have this thing coming up. I'm preparing for this, right? Right. And, and I think especially you know that and people that are around me all the time know that, right? Yeah. And so like for, for me, when I was working out, it was like, okay, cool. First thing I was going to hit is I was supposed to go to Miami to Miami in July, early July, for 4th of July. So I've been working out for months for this. And then basically I would say May, we get the confirmation we can't go basically. Late May, now I'm pissed, right? So now it's like my motivation goes down. Then- And that's all he needed. Well, M- that's, that's cool. the thing. For me, when <laughs> I- MJ did, last danced, that's all he needed. That's all, that's all I needed. <laughs> Um, but then, but I kept walking every day for at least an hour or two hours. I did that. I did that as well. Right. And, um, that kept me more or less in shape because walking two hours is People a don't great know, workout. But if you want, if you want to work out, but not do the whole, the whole thing, trust me when I say walk for two hours, doesn't matter in which direction you go, um, just do it. It's, you lose a ton of weight in weeks, like a oh, ton. Oh, yeah. I, I almost feel like um, if, let's say, like, during COVID, best thing you could have done to stay in shape is take two hours walk. You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> like, nope. you ain't got nothing else to do. The, when the gyms were closed, the restaurants were closed, I was walking during the summer five days, and I lost so much weight. Ended up buying myself a chin-up bar and doing that in the mornings up with push-ups. You, you, you'll see the differences. You will look like a different person. But exactly. So that kept me going until because I'd assumed that we were going to be able to go in November. So I started ramping back up in September. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, well, F it, you, you're not doing November <laughs> like, <laughs> for my birthday. So we, we didn't go to Jamaica. So that kind of killed it. And then now I'm going to Mexico basically last minute in December here with a few other of my friends. But then it's like, okay, cool. I'm going to Mexico now. I don't, I'm all right. I'm not great. I'm all right. Um, but I already know March, our Mexico trip, ready. That's good. I mean, my goals were different because like what happened with me was that the gym t- it was taken away and then they gave it back in spurts. And I remember going in and where I was before COVID happened was I was only benching a plate. That was the max I was doing maybe a plate 10. And I was saying to myself, man, I really, I really want to be able to do my body weight. I really want to be able to do it, but I don't go enough. And I don't believe in myself. I can do it. When they close the gym down, my motivation kind of sank in that, you know, you only have one life. You only have this amount of time. Not every day is promised tomorrow. So go do what you can today. And when they started to open the gyms back up, I was really focused in on 
achieving this goal. I want to be able to bench 180. I have to bench 180. I have to figure out a way to do it. And pushing the reps, staying with a, with a consistency um, of three days a week, four days a week, going to the gym. And it also helped me mentally with my own job because there's so much adversity that happens with me in my job that the only way to, uh, to overcome it is to be focused and determined and be driven no matter if the, if the no's come or the yeses come. And those kind of things changed my dynamic when I go to the gym and it helped me reframe my mind to be um, just driven. So check out that that was back in March. We're in December now. And dude, I'm benching 185. I see you, bro. I see you. Like three reps, 185. That's my max. I do. I pick up 45 plus 10. And I'd use that as my, as my work, that my warm up weight. Like I use plates as my warm up. Like I, like I've, I've just, skyrocketed i used to be able to only bicep curl and this is like the full bar thing the full thing maybe like a 40 50 all i do 60s now with like 12 reps um triceps tricep pull down i'm doing 120 130 like i have grown in terms of what i've done and i think i have to thank covid for that they gave us a time where you're not running around all over the place doing errands to focus on you so like that's my whole thing about it well, and you know what? For everything that COVID could be like, oh, um, it does, it, it does, it has improved my uh, physical shape. But I think mentally, wonders. Um, and we'll just talk more about that. Just um, first of all, just being able to settle down, refocus, see what you actually want to do. Um, as you know, I had some career setbacks, exactly. right? Um, but then I kind of got launched on, not to even a new trajectory, but just into more things I wanted to do. So because right. of that, hi, Malika. Hi. Uh, <laughs> because, so like COVID <laughs> really helped in that. Um, I really got, I really got to fall in love and follow a new passion and really am like digging deep in that. And I think, and I was tell, and I was telling people, I was like, if, there are three things that COVID had to teach you. First, wash your goddamn hands. Two. Like you all, y'all weren't doing that before. I used to I'm go. Not, I'm not even going napkins on doors, use my sleeves on doors. I never would, I would wash my hands after every encounter. I had plural in my bag. The gym, I'd be wiping everything down. People didn't do this kind of stuff. Bro, let, we're not, let's not even go Crazy. They're wild. Nasty mother. Nasty. <laughs> So that second of all, if I, and I tell people this all the time, COVID is probably the best time you ever got to get your finances straight, right? Because got granted, you got bailed out this time, obviously because of the government, but at the same time, it does teach, it, teach people, hey, you need a real savings account. It can't just be your checking account, savings account, and a couple dollars in there. Right, you really have to have stuff in there, apart from your investments or your your saving other saving objective. But just a little money tied you over a couple of months. Yeah. So that was the second thing. I already knew that before, and I was actually prepared for COVID. I was actually fine, even when I didn't have a job. I was still able to pay all my bills and do everything. Um, I went through that two months of not being employed, and that was the. That was the most worrying thing because it was like I was prepared for it because uh, when you're working contract, you kind of know in the back of your head that contract's going to take it away from you. 
And uh, I had I had prepared for it. I had money saved up. So those two months, I was able to pay bills and, and feel like a regular person. But deep down in your heart, you know, Yo, I got to find something quick because this this don't last. Right? <laughs> and I that that run run this town mentality, which is one of my favorite songs from Jay-Z and Kanye. And they say, yo, I'm a couple bands down and I'm trying to get back. back. I feel that like 110%, bro. It's like a motto, bro. <laughs> yo, and, and, and the second thing, the third thing is just, um, there's, it's like you can find a new passion. And if you didn't take the time to either push hard on your passions, like even that aren't physical, just whether that's reading, writing, um, investments, whatever your passion is, this was the best time to really go deep in it, whether it's for yeah. fun, whether it's for business. Like, um, like we started the podcast basically because of COVID, right? So, like the three things break it down: it's, it's cleansiness, it's money, and it's time. Those are the three things that I taught you. Well, yeah, a few things that COVID taught me. What about you, Malika? A few things COVID taught you, other than wash um, your hands. <laughs> um, patience. 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 Yeah. Like it really, and also like just, just checking like, like just patience and like being comfortable with and being thankful for what I, what I have and what I'm surrounded with. Cause like before the whole COVID, I was like, you know, a lot of us were like stressing out, you know, like thinking, okay, we need this, we need that. But then when the whole shutdown happened, we couldn't really do anything. So like, you know, like just being thankful for what's in front of us, that was the most important thing, realizing the little things, you know, means the most, like, you know, like, like even like being around the house, like, you know, little things like gardening, you know, like little things to do around the house and like not, not realizing that, realizing that you don't need to always go out to eat, you know, let's try to garden some fruits or vegetables and like, and like it also it also taught me to like really open up a little bit to people that you know like I haven't really seen in like a while. So like for like for me, like it really helped me to like reunite with a lot of people that I haven't talked with like in years. So like childhood friends that I haven't seen in like almost 10 years. And we reunited again through a simple Facebook status conversations you know like to a point like you know I turned into like a whole community and like people just being on the same page but COVID really humbled me like not just physically but also spiritually as well too like it really made me realize like who I am as a person especially through times like this like you know what I need to do and like just like getting back you know spiritually to my to my old ways like how I was Cause it's to a point where like we we get so distracted, to the point we forget who we are, you know. So like it really, it really made me like you know rewind and like tell me okay like you know calm down like, and I had to yeah. relearn a lot of things about myself. So, Damn. so like in a bad way, but in a good way, like it helped me a lot more. Mm. So yeah. Well, that's some positive stuff about that's COVID. Right now right that's there. one one thing about COVID that's you learn about yourself that's more or less negative I'll say I realized yeah I can't live with the most of the people I live with <laughs> like I just <laughs> I just realized it's I can't live with most people like 99.9 <laughs> like I'm sitting there it's like what because the thing is and I'll be honest mm -hmm. 
I'm my residence is here, but I really live out. And by that is like, I'd work far, I'd hang my friends, like I would hang out with people, whatever. I really like I would come back home on my to my parents' place, really to sleep, mm-hmm. right? I'm really to sleep and maybe like kind of chill on chill, right? So now that you're back home and you're there all the time, you really have to deal with these people that you quote unquote live with. That was the tough part. That was the tough no, part. And yeah. it's and, and it's different, especially in the age of like the age group we're in, because it's like when you work and when you you do you do things outside, you don't really need your parents' permission. You don't really need your parents. Like your parents don't really know. They're on the move. They're doing your thing. They're doing their thing. Nobody cares. But when you guys are all stuck in the same house for twenty four seven, bro, like oh god, like I literally realize I'm like as much as I love my family. Yeah, I'm I'm different. <laughs> like I need I need my I need my time. Right. I'm, and that's the thing is like, because I would travel an hour um, to and from work. So basically two hours, three hours of my day was to and from traveling. I would get home. I wouldn't be annoyed by my parents. So I wouldn't be annoyed by my brothers because, hey, I spent the last hour and a half listening to Jay-Z or listening to an album or reading through my, my stuff. Right. So by the time you get home, you're okay with talking to people. And right. But when you're, Fine with those people all the way through, but completely different. That's why I expect a lot of divorces in 2021. Like, that gonna go up. <laughs> the habits are clear mm-hmm. because it's it's different when you're like it's different from it's different living somebody, and you guys still do stuff apart than when you're stuck there in front of your face all the fucking time. <laughs> that's just that joke. I ain't got no like I'm I'm like I even said damn like retirement's gonna be a mother for me because I'm gonna be those people I'm I'm out like I'm doing stuff. But for me I kind of liked it. Like you know, like having the family in the house because like it got me to get like more close with my siblings to a point like they introduced me to TikTok. I didn't know ish about TikTok. So like I started doing skits with them for like a week or two straight. And then it got kind of annoying, you know, like seeing them the same faces every day. And it's like, okay, like what is there really to do? To the point where like we all knew each other's schedules. Like I would wake up like around 11, 11 a.m., go downstairs, open the fridge, see what's around, go back to sleep. And then you know, like we'll see each other in the in the in the house. We'll be like, hey, hey. And then you know, like my dad would just be like, yeah, make sure you guys don't go outside, blah blah blah. And then like you know, it was just for us, it was fun. Like for the little while, it was fun. No, well, you know, yeah. I got to spend more time like with my sis and everything because she used to go to school way out in Quebec. So when she she was able to graduate still, while not being there for the last three months and pick up her degree, but being being uh be with our family and everything so that was a really cool thing just kind of hang out with her but a lot of the things that was really special about it was the fact that people got to realize what kind of person I was because I'm I wasn't as out as a lot of people were but at the same time I don't want to be in so they realized that this person like me I would go for walks or I would find something to do 
And if I couldn't do those two things, I'd be trying to come up with plans for growth and all that kind of things. And I really enjoy COVID mainly because of my own problems with the finances and everything, because it cut the slowdown that I had to stop spending on what was essentials at the time, mm-hmm. like uh, heavy, like on the grocery bills and heavily on, on you know, uh, gas and, and phone bills and things like that. I got to chill off of those and really put my mind together and plan together to get where I am now. So that was a really big change. Mm-hmm. Bro, Lil, you know, okay. Malika, you can't even say that because like I've met your sister. She's mm-hmm. And th- he's lived with, he, him and I, we've hanged out before where we've been together in the same place for like a week or so. He knows I'm an early waking up person. Yeah. Too early sometimes. Bro, like, and that's the thing. Yeah. But I'm, I'm an early wake up person too, but not on vacation. On vacation. Yeah. He's on vacation. Have- he's sleeping. I'm just wake up all the time. Like we would both be partying and it'd be 2 a.m., 3 a.m., and 4 a.m. in the morning. And yet I'm still up at seven, six. Bro, I'm it's out. It's just, he's out. Yeah. He's out. I'm, and then I'm, me, I'm always looking for food. <laughs> bro, I'm like, I'm like, on my, like, he's just I'm, chilling. <laughs> bro, I'm, first of all, I'm always chilling. Second of all, like, He'd be really waking up at seven o'clock. I'm like, bro, do you even know what time you want to sleep? Bro, you want to sleep at <laughs> yeah. the morning, bro? Yo, I do the are same you good? Too. Are you okay? He would look at me like, are you sure you should be doing everything right now? I'm like, I, no, I can't. I'll be going, I'll be going to sleep around like 5 30, hearing the birds chirping. That's when I knew, okay, it's time, you know, it's probably time to end the show. Let me just because I was <laughs> I remember one time I stayed up night the whole night doing TikTok on the office. Like, I was just doing the office skit. And on the office TikTok. is a real show. The office yeah, is the best right. show. And everybody <laughs> knows there's a lot of there's a lot of teachings in there, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, there's always that creepy dude. There's, there's, yeah. all, there's always, I don't know why I can't remember names right now. Um, but, like, yo, Dwight is crazy. But he's not the craziest. I, craziest be that, be Creed. Creed is a crazy dude. <laughs> you, know, you know what skit I acted out? Remember when Michael burned his foot? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I oh. stayed up all night. And do I have reciting that whole, Yeah, reciting that whole skit. So I had, like, ties. I had, like, I had, like, blankets. I had glasses. Acting like Dwight and Michael, like. You know, My favorite was when Toby came thing. back. When, when Toby went to Costa Rica and he came back, yo, that was the best episode ever. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Y'all were doing that. I was actually boring as hell. I was like literally <laughs> listening to music and like learning valuation models. I was just like, I'm gonna get this motherfucking money. Y'all be playing with me. <laughs> uh, I, I was really I did a lot. I was, like, I was I really got through a lot of shows. A lot yeah. of anime was done. A lot like of shows. I rewatched I even rewatched like Family Matters. Like I even watched Everything, really. I was watching like, Proud Family because I have Disney Plus too, right? So I was watching Proud right? Family again and relearning what it meant to be black, but I still think you know mm-hmm. Fillmore. Fillmore really like, taught you. Bro, and like me and my siblings, like we used to be so close when we were younger to the point where like we regrouped and we bought the Nintendo 64 game set. Oh. And like, yeah. Have like, all those re- brawl games. <laughs> so we bought it, we rebought the games too. So like it just Mario felt, Kart. <laughs> yeah, it just felt fun again. Like, you know, we get to relive our childhood and like we had that yeah, time. A lot of people were gaming. I was gaming yeah. the whole time. Mm-hmm. Bro, I. So wait, y'all were game. Wait, I'm trying to imagine. I'm trying to remember. I rewatched Fillmore. I Fillmore re-watched- is a show. 
It is a it is a banger show, bro. Um, I feel I I rewatched. Are you the one? I rewatched. Like I feel like the shows that I ended up rewatching were like good comfort shows. You know what I mean? Like shows with right. friends. Obviously, uh, Living Color. I'm mm-hmm. kind of watching Moesha right now. And mm-hmm. New Girl. I'm I'm rewatching that one. Like I feel like the shows to watch in COVID was stuff that was like comfortable. I feel like all the shows that had new seasons, I didn't really watch. Because I don't know what's happening, and I, like, since you don't know when it's gonna come back on, I don't want to be, I don't want to wait another year and a half to get another. But a year. real question, though, a real question, though, how are y'all languages still? Because, like, for me, I found it, I found it extremely challenging. When you go outside, sometimes you meet people and you get to practice, you know, the languages you speak Spanish, French, whatever. COVID, you're not meeting people. So now it's all like I gotta start restudying all my language stuff, bro. Me wasn't even like me was just like I could spend hours without talking to somebody, and it's like oh f I got right like that was more my thing. Like I would literally wake like, especially when I would go into cycles where like I'll spend. And that's crazy when I start studying or I'm really learning, going deep into a subject that I'm passionate about, I can really go into the zone for two to three days like that. Nice. If not more. But because I'm like that, I won't, re- I won't even talk to you. Like, I won't even say more than two to three sentences. Like, I won't even realize that I haven't talked to somebody. So it would happen to me. You're like, focused on I'm, like, I'm in a month, like, let's say I started, like, I started deeping, going into the subject on Monday at 8 p.m. Zero dark like, I don't, Zero dark thirty for like, every like until Thursday, like nine nine p.m. <laughs> like a friend would call me, like Hoss would call me, and then realize halfway through the conversation, yo, this is the first person I've said more than like three sentences to, right? Because it's like I just get into the zone and I'm just like going. I have to learn. I have to figure this out. So, um which was good because I hadn't done that in a while. Cause I feel like um, if you go to UFT or went to those type of universities when you're writing a paper, it is what it is. You got to get in that zone. You, Bro, so. and it, the zone, it literally be like a 16 hour zone. Like even, even three days before the exam, you don't even talk, but phones on mute because you literally got to go through chapter by chapter, <laughs> Bro, text by text. <laughs> Part I don't I don't I think uh, part do you remember this? So this class I didn't take stats. I ended up taking magic magic with numbers. Oh, you didn't take stats? No. What? Yeah, I took magic with numbers. You don't know the pain. No, but that's the thing. Everybody told me that magic this class is easier, bro. Okay. I did this class magic with numbers. I'm telling you, I'm in that class, and I'm not an idiot. Right, and 100%. it's weird because I, how, how much I work with numbers and finances now. First of all, this had nothing That's to do with finances. For you. That's school for you. I had no idea what the hell they were talking about. To this day, you tell me what the hell we we learned. I can't tell you. That that stats class. I learned class. I, I learned about that, bro. I went to class every week. I never skipped that class because you know you can only skip classes where you can. You feel like you, you can know catch up you, on. You know what's going on. Like you would, you would skip maybe two, two, two uh, political science classes, 
because you would have already known, yeah, I know about Marx, or yeah, I know about the 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 Korean Korean War. I know everything that happened. Therefore, I don't need to attend a lecture. I'll just read whatever he has on lecture notes. But when it, when you went to stats, and this this is why I hate stats to this day. I hate it because when you get in there, the first five weeks you in there, as long as you go to lecture and you practice, like even twenty percent, you're gonna get an eighty on that first that that midterm. No problem. I remember I was sitting high and pretty. The minute you get to the second half of stats, dude, it's like the game went from easy to master like it's wow. it's like they turned the difficulty up mad and bro it didn't make any sense you went to 110 percent ai i don't understand like it just went into derivatives and it all of a sudden you have the if you didn't take advanced functions i didn't take advanced functions i didn't take calculus right i took i took data management and i took accounting in high school we're talking high school, data management, accounting. Well, accounting, accounting. now that I know how, how accounting works, accounting is addition and subtraction of just big numbers. Yeah, so you like, come in here and they're talking to you about derivatives, and you're like, I didn't study that. Oh, don't worry, we'll simplify it for you. Nah, nah, bro. Bro, nah. you know what's crazy? Nah. I'm we telling prayed you. a lot that day to pass that final. We, we prayed. <laughs> Malika, I called my uncle. I call my mom. I call my. I was just like, I'm not coming home. This is two. This is three days before the final. I said I gotta figure this shit out. Because <laughs> I, three days before the final, I couldn't tell you what we were talking. What we were talking about. The like, amount of Facebook. Even if you paid me, you had. Listen, you had Ryan and Rod. You got my brothers. Gun to their heads. Rudy, tell me what what you learned. I couldn't tell. You. I had notes. <laughs> I had books. Couldn't tell you what that we were talking. The amount of Facebook groups I was in, trying to scramble. The amount of people I made. Mm -hmm. The amount of people I made friends with that I really had nothing in common with. Like I'm talking about the weaves of the weaves, the ones that were talking about, you know, playing with their Bakuguns and dark and and Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And I'm just like, bro, if you can just teach me this concept of probability, I will I will love you for life, bro. Like, I just don't get it. Yo, you know, you know, you know what's funny?